Hello and welcome to Homegrown Horror Shows, a Gus and Rig special. I am Gus. I am joined by... Other Gus. Fuck Hello, <laughs> my name is Rig. Great to be here in the booth with you, bud. Mate, we're uh, introducing a very special new concept, uh, Homegrown Horror Shows, because we constantly receive so much absolute gold from our listeners yes. that it got to bursting point and we, we had to categorise it all alphabetically and my God, is the folio bursting. <laughs> it sure is our old school Rolodex full, <laughs> full of people's stories that we could not cram into the many a dumpster fire that we cover on our regular show. Absolutely not. So we've created a uh, special episode uh, that we'll be rolling out from time to time called Homegrown Horror Shows that we're going to release on our socials a subject. Uh, before each of these eps, and it's going to be the entire episode will be centric to that subject. Our first one is weddings. Mm. I didn't need any listener input from this due to two decades of being a musician in the wedding industry. My God, did you have to dig? Yeah, it's uh, uh, the great thing is though that the people, as always, provided absolutely, and uh, that's I guess the the absolute crux here is that. Not a lot of people have been to lots of weddings, but lots of people have been to one or two weddings. We have thousands of listeners, thus nuggets of gold occur possibly one or two out of those thousands. I'm no mathematist. Hold on. But... Wait while I send this off to the lab. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but I mean, I, I I fall squarely into that category of people that has been to... Probably a handful of weddings. I mean, I say that now, but I probably only remember a handful and I've been to about 15. But they all pretty much go off without a hitch. But we did not want any of that. <laughs> keep that. Keep those happy memories in your own lives, you fucking weirdos. <laughs> I love that that's your impression of weddings. Because when I hear the word weddings, and I had my own wedding was amazing because mm. I'd seen... Six Humble to, brag. Six, six to seven hundred and knew exactly what not to do. But outside of that experience of a wonderful wedding, mostly my experience with weddings have been absolute train wrecks or have been uh, being treated as the help or uh, as occurred at one in Avoca uh, being offered by a drunk guy 50 bucks to play careless whisper in a car park. <laughs> And uh, in a car park, so like like, not even in the venue, just harassed you like you were Michael Jordan (laughs) after the '96 finals. Hey, excuse me, Mister. Yeah, you with the saxophone. I'll give you fifty bucks if you do Kellers Whisper. I am not for sale. (laughs) I got it. I'm not at all prepared. Immediately sets up, Uh, and I want to make it very clear that that is the best thing that's ever happened. At a wedding as a musician <laughs> is being offered 50 bucks by a punter in an Avoca Surf Club car park because like Michael Jordan, the gig was over and I was smoking a cigar ready to get the fuck out of Dodge. <laughs> and it does take about three to four minutes to set up a saxophone. So this bloke, what? This bloke came over just jumping out of his skin. <laughs> the sax was already in the car and, and he's like, and I'm like, let's take a second run at that, Chief. <laughs> he's, he's like, I'll give you 50 bucks to play Hellas Whisper. I'm like, sir, show me the money. <laughs> he pulls a crisp pineapple out of his wallet. And I'll tell you what, the boot was open, the sax was out. <laughs> I played that thing three times back to back as this guy danced on a car hood. (laughs) 
it was just all chorus. <laughs> it was the same four bars repeated for four minutes. Rig, people don't come to a George Michael concert to hear the verse of Killer's Whisper. In fact, they don't go to them anymore because he's dead. <laughs> anyway, we digress. <laughs> I reckon this could be the another spin-off podcast of ours, which should just simply be called How Did We Get Here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, we're going to start with you. Yeah. You've got some listener gold. I do, I do. So, first one is from a good listener of the show, Tommy. He's from Bathurst. A good listener, a like good, a good not, dog. Not great. <laughs> not great. <laughs> Adequate listener, good. Tom. Very most good... <laughs> Tommy from Bathurst, New South Wales. Mm, what a pubs. Yep. Not so many baths. <laughs> a real misnomer. So he says to me, he says to us rather, so it was my cousin's wedding and I was the MC. This guy was sweating the public speaking element hard and was obviously nervous as he grabbed the mic. He then opened with, I'll keep this short just like the groom's cock. Oh, God. And He's then went into a very long story about the groom injuring his testicles on a motocross jump. <laughs> the punchline was that it didn't matter how bad he hurt his balls because now they're in his wife's handbag. Yeah, yeah. Feeling in the room was one of disbelief. Every part of his speech was about genitals. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Oh, Best man speeches. Yes. Let's let's wrap fresh on this. I I really cannot understand why some blokes feel it is twenty first speech mark two, where you just throw your best mate under a colossal bus. Yeah, not one bus. No, a fleet of buses. And it always it always contains like seminal fluids. Like, less than you reputable characters, be they male or female. M- like, money or lack thereof, injuries and body parts. Yeah. I feel like that covers all the bases. Which makes no sense, because at a wedding, unlike a 21st, uh, your ratio of family to friends is usually in the family favour. So, yeah. you have heaps more ears that just want to hear nice things. At a 21st... It's a bit like uh, the anarchists have taken over. You can get away with talking about a uh, sloppy car hand job that occurred. <laughs> you'd, you'd <laughs> but at a wedding, <laughs> that same gag goes down like a sick person's fart. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Even Seinfeld knew that you needed to rotate. <laughs> like you can't, <laughs> you can't keep pulling out the same rabbits. <laughs> Because my god, this sloppy car hand. Yeah, I, I just what, what a wonderful Mad Lib. Yeah, let me uh, let me explain what that reference is from a. Please a, don't. A twenty. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Oh, okay, no worries. It's a gutter ball. Yeah. I'll just let that one <laughs> sadly slide down the lane. <laughs> It's similar to the reaction of the people involved. <laughs> totally. But let me tell you something. If someone did the same thing at my wedding as one James Paul Northwood said at my 21st, which oh. was his to rig, who came out of a 35-year-old vagina and spent all his time since trying to get back into one, oh. if he said that <laughs> at oh. my wedding, I would dead set punch him in the face. 
<laughs> my dear God. The uh, the best man at <laughs> my wedding, while he got up and uh, proceeded to uh, throw me under a series of buses uh, and crackle because uh, there <laughs> was... I'm about to throw crackle under a bus again by retelling <laughs> this story. <laughs> my God. At my 21st, uh, it was pissing down with rain in June... Crackle was there. We didn't know each other yet. She was a uh, a friend of a friend. Um, she came as a, like a plus seven for the drummer in my band. He just <laughs> took full advantage of the open bar. And uh, at the end of the night, she grabbed a jacket that she thought was hers. Wasn't. Was my mum's designer jacket. Crackle wore it for about two blocks in the rain and then was like, oh, not my, not my jacket. And pissed, just put it in the bin in circular oh. key. <laughs> and th- <laughs> this came out. At my wedding. (laughs) (laughs) My my mum just looks across the table at her new daughter-in-law and is basically like, we're fucking having words after this, mate. (laughs) I've loved that jacket more than I will ever love you. (laughs) Harsh words from Margot. (laughs) No harsher than anything she said about shit thing. She does not... We don't talk. <laughs> All right, you got a second one? Yeah, so here is one from the good lady doctor Anna Walsh from uh, from Brisbane. She's in the Harcourt harem up there. Absolutely. She writes this, One time at a friend's wedding, one of the groomsmen's wives was pumping and dumping her breast milk because she was getting drunk. Right. So naturally, a bunch of guys at the wedding decided to do shots of it. Oh, no. Pretty sure it made the wedding video. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. In this day and age... Digital never dies. People don't forget. <laughs> How could you ever, ever watch that video? Then again, who watches their wedding video? <laughs> oh, you Have you ever seen my, your wedding video? My clients do. <laughs> Tell you right now. I, 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 we didn't have a wedding video. We were like, here's a list of things that we're not doing. Comically long scroll. Yeah. Here's what's left. Our wedding. Yeah. No, I think that's a good way to go about it. But I tell you... The, per- the same person, the same sort of bloke, and it usually is a bloke, that does shit like this is the same guy that we've had words about before. Yeah. The guy who shows up to the Bucks with cocaine in his system at 9am. Yes. Like, the guy who, the whole, look at me, I'm a fucking wild live wire of a bloke. Yeah. Ha- I'm, I'm just cut and sick on everything. Same guy who, like, at a like regular house party, head first into the fence, throwing outdoor furniture into the pool. Yes. Like that sort of bloke. Yeah, completely. He also goes home at 5pm from the Bucks. Uh, <laughs> he also is kicked out of the house party and he is arrested at the wedding. <laughs> yeah, where he goes and links up with his cousin, who is the guy that does huge rev-ups on Main Street <laughs> <laughs> because he reckons chicks are going to fuck him. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah, the... Uh, <laughs> the concept of uh, photos living forever from a wedding. Um, I was at a mate's wedding in uh, Tweed Heads, um, so oh, yes. north uh, northern New South Wales uh, or sort of southern Queensland, depending <laughs> on your perspective. Um, but basically the, uh, the wedding, they had a Polaroid camera on each table and uh, it wasn't made very clear that there were only three or four uh, lots of film in each of these um, these Polaroids and that they were designed to be uh, photos taken and then uh, be put into a guest book and then you write yeah. something nice. Anyway, it gets to the end of the night and the MC jumps up and he goes, 
Hey guys, it's almost the end of the night. Just want to let everyone know um, you should uh, try and take a photo with uh, the Polaroids. There's only 20 photos to go around uh, and so uh, really make the most of it. Someone picks up a camera, goes to take a photo, it is out of film. There's no photos in the guest book. <laughs> Turns out that a mate of mine who was at the wedding had taken a Polaroid very belted into a bathroom and taken 20 photos of his nuts. Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> to try and play a great prank on the groom and then has got, uh, because it took him so many photos to get the whole thing in focus, uh, and <laughs> <laughs> has it's suddenly turned into a man's creative journey. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's waxing lyrical about aperture and lens speed. <laughs> the composition of the <laughs> testicle. <laughs> Beautiful use of light. <laughs> One man's introspective into where he came from. <laughs> so it's just... Come see my exhibition, the beginning, <laughs> the middle and the end. So anyway... Uh, no one says anything when there's no photos in the guest book, but it becomes very clear when the groom uh, looks inside his jacket at the end of the night uh, and finds a high-res <laughs> photo <laughs> of a testicle and then someone's idiot face <laughs> grinning <laughs> because it's taken, as we've spoken about, with nut shots or dick pics <laughs> from underneath for no apparent yeah. reason. <laughs> Staring straight up so you can just see the leering face of stupidity. <laughs> that criminally low angle like it's an early Run DMC video. <laughs> Dudes walking triumphantly down the street, nuts out. Oh, my God. So we have a closer. We have You have been talking about this story. I've never heard it. I'm so keen to hear it. You're going to take us home, mate. Tell us about this train wreck of a wedding. <laughs> And that sound of a screaming goat uh, <laughs> means that we are out of time on this particular episode of Homegrown Horror Shows. And as Riga oh. asked a week ago, do goats actually scream? And I'll let you be the judge because that sounded fucked. Yeah, but you also just answered me by saying we all scream for goat scream. <laughs> <laughs> so you are going to have to wait and the listeners are going to have to wait for the story to end all wedding stories, which was a gig that I did in Mudgee uh, probably 10 years ago now. And my God, it has all of the twists and turns you're looking for. We will put that up in our uh, next wedding's homegrown horror show. Um, and in the meantime, if you want to submit some material, Rick has all those details. Yeah, what we're going to be doing through our Instagram and through our Facebook is to shout out a bunch of themes uh, which we did this week. And so we're going to throw that out there. You get in touch with us. Tell us your stories about, you know, your, you know, we'll give you a theme. It could be weddings. It could be f not funerals, but it could be <laughs> dark global pandemics. It could be <laughs> dark again, brick walls, you know. I'm not selling it. Fire it all cylinders. But yes, uh, just so that we're really clear, only submit stories that are to do with that subject. Yes, yes, most good. <laughs> so make sure to send it through to our Instagram, Gus and Rig, G-U-S-A-N-D-R-I-G, or look up Shit Show, all one word, on Facebook. Amazing. That's all we've got time for. Cheers, guys. <laughs>